What is up, everyone? My name is Stu, and I am Bonkers for Bourbon. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Contact me, Bonkers, the number four, bourbon at gmail.com, or at Bonkers number four, bourbon on Twitter, or Bonkers number four, bourbon podcast on Instagram. I'm a lover of all things bourbon, so thank you, and join me on today's ride. Oh, what is up, everyone? My name is Stu, and I am Bonks for Bourbon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I cannot appreciate enough the love and support the bourbon community has given to this cast. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. So today, on Monday, the day after the Super Bowl, this day should be a national holiday. I really think it should be. Uh, I want to do kind of a more informative uh, episode today, as here in Washington, we got a huge dumping of snow on our ground. Now, if you're not from Washington or you're from the Midwest or something like that, you may be thinking, well, snow is just normal for us in the winter. Uh, for Washington, and especially in the lowlands outside of the mountains, snow actually on the ground sticking to the roadways is very, 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 very rare. And if you think you have bad drivers in your area, try being in an area where it never snows and then out of nowhere you got snow, you got some bad drivers. I'll post some pictures just of the snow we got. My area got at least eight inches. That's a ton of snow here for Washington. So, took a little snow day, did some work at home, thought I'd do a cast, some fun facts about the Super Bowl, especially the one you just watched yesterday, which I have to admit was one of the most uneventful Super Bowls I have ever seen. The game was absolutely just a drag. Just a drag. You know, forget who won, I get it, but the game itself was just awful to watch. Horrible game, just boring. You know, I don't even call the defensive struggle more than it was just uh, absolutely just awful play in general. So not a fun Super Bowl to watch, but you and I both know the Super Bowl is all about food and interactions and get-togethers. So I got some fun facts I had to go with, uh, go through you with uh, about the Super Bowl, and you probably had a few of these as well. Remember, I'm a firm believer, like New Year's Day, that the Monday of the Super Bowl should be a national holiday to recover from the gluttony and the alcohol. More about the gluttony because I have more of a food hangover than I do a alcohol hangover. So let's get into it. So Super Bowl, it says food obviously is the biggest draw. It's the second most consumed food day or gluttonous day next to Thanksgiving, obviously. It says more than 1.3 billion wings are expected to be consumed during the Super Bowl, according to the National Chicken Council. this is a breaks out to be about four wings per every person in the United States. The group's estimate assumes demand will be up 3% or 37.5 million wings from last year's big game. So if you had some chicken wings, you are not in the norm. Chicken wings one of the most consumed items during the Super Bowl. Uh, we did not have any this year, so interesting. Uh, it also goes into uh, move over blue cheese. It says about 57% of Americans who eat chicken wings say they like to dip in ranch over blue cheese, and only 35% prefer the blue cheese, unless you live in the Northeast where it's nearly 50% like blue cheese or it's 50-50 blue cheese ranch. Now I have to ask, are you a ranch person with your chicken wings or are you a blue cheese person? Me personally, I like both. I like a little bit of combo of ranch, blue cheese, maybe some honey mustard, barbecue, and that's not just like the wing sauce, I'm talking for dipping. I'm all about condiments, I'm all about the sauce. So Super Bowl Sunday is the biggest day of the year for pizza. According to the National Restaurant Association, Domino's expects to sell 12 million slices of pizza 
uh, five times more than a typical Sunday. Uh, Pizza Hut is prepping to sell more than two million pizzas. So next to chicken wings, pizza is your number two food I am consumed on the Super Bowl. So we got wings and pizza are the two most popular, but potato chips are close behind. 11.2 million pounds of potato chips, some expected to be consumed on Sunday, as well as an estimated 4 million pounds of pretzels and 2.5 million pounds of nuts. That'd be mixed nuts. So you got chicken wings, pizza, potato chips. And I don't know if that's necessarily like a combo of potato chips and like tortilla chips, but chips up there as well. To go with your chips, uh, you have avocado. So Americans love avocado. They love guacamole. I do as well. And they're saying Americans will eat 139 million pounds of avocados during the Super Bowl. Uh, That's an up 13% since 2015. And, uh, you know, those avocados are great. I always wonder, during the Super Bowl, the commercials, you always see a commercial for avoc- like California avocados. And I always wondered, you got an avocado commercial every Super Bowl. We get it. Avocados are great. You don't have to advertise for it, in my opinion. Uh, it says, Americans will also eat 3.8 million pounds of popcorn while watching the game. Um, you know, I wasn't much of a popcorn person, especially during the game, but I could see where that is an awesome snack. It is also the second biggest grilling weekend uh, next to the 4th of July. Uh, and 14 billion hamburgers will be served up at parties during the Super Bowl. Four, that's, yeah, 14 billion with a B. Are you serious? That's got to be a misprint. 14 billion hamburger patties? Yeah, I'm going to go with it. Uh, also, the beverage of choice, of course, during the Super Bowl is beer. Uh, I did both beer and bourbon. Obviously, beer and bourbon. Hey! There's a cast name for you. Uh, it says 51.7 million cases of beer are sold every year on the day of the Super Bowl, and 6% of Americans call in sick uh, to work the next day. Again, that's why I think that Monday should be a national holiday. So, you know, email the show, call into the show, let me know what you prefer on the Super Bowl. For us, we made some homemade artisan bread. We actually had a vegetable platter with dip, trying to healthy. And that lasts for about five minutes at the Super Bowl when you see all the other delicious items. So our big thing this year were some pork sliders, uh, obviously potato chips, guacamole, uh, pretzels, uh, veggie platter dip, bread. Uh, I think we had um, a broccoli salad. Again, people trying to keep it healthy, but you'll notice at the end of the night, what's usually left? Eh, The vegetables, it's typically left. Uh, I'm a fan, I get it. Maybe one day, once in a while, just kind of lose yourself. You know what, so I'm, that was a little bit of tips on food for the Super Bowl. I want to go into some fun facts just about the Super Bowl in general in the past, and we're going to do that after a quick word from our sponsor. And we are back. Hope you enjoyed that ad or got through it. By the way, I'm drinking a little bourbon right now. I'm drinking some Blantons, of course. I don't know why. Just spoke to me. So if you're drinking along, please cheers. I say, but cheer yourself. Screw other people. Think and drink more. Cheers out there. Oh, so, so nice. Oh. And regardless of who won the Super Bowl, we all know, listen, you're talking to a Seahawks fan, a diehard Seahawks fan, and if you recall what happened to the Seahawks and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, perhaps the worst or most infamous ending to any Super Bowl out there, uh, the infamous one-yard pass interception. Oh, that was rough. Rough, rough, rough. So Seahawks fans do not like Patriots. It's just for that reason only. But you cannot deny Tom Brady, Bill Belichick's you know, legacy. 
It is sad, but haters gotta hate. Drinking that haterade for sure. So a little bit of facts about the Super Bowl in general. Uh, obviously, the wings were a big one. This says, uh, a persistent rumor says that sewage systems in major cities occasionally fail during Super Bowl half times because of a large volume of people all flushing the toilets at the same time. Uh, it's just a rumor, however. But I can see how that makes sense where people might wait to halftime to really clear out their systems and don't want to miss any of the game. Um, says Peyton Manning is the only starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl for two different teams. That'd be the Colts in 2007 and the Broncos in 2016. <clears throat> the one win the Seahawks had in the Super Bowl was against Peyton Manning uh, in the Broncos as well. Uh, Phil Simms, who was a quarterback of the New York Giants, was paid $75,000 to shout, I'm going to Disney World uh, on the field moments after the Giants won their Super Bowl. It says Disney also paid John Elway to say the same amount of money to yell the same thing uh, when his team won the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, I would definitely do that. No problem at all. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers hold the record for the most Super Bowls, now tied with the New England Patriots. Uh, San Francisco, Dallas, and New England have each won five. Now New England winning six. Uh, which team has lost the most? The mo uh, That would be a tie between Denver Broncos and the Patriots who have dropped five Super Bowl matchups each. In 2014, a petition was uh, put out to have Weird Al Yankovic headline the Super Bowl halftime show and received over 100,000 signatures, but unfortunately, the NFL declined to have that gentleman do their halftime show. I think it would have been great, actually. Kind of kooky, fun. You know, I think it would have been awesome. Uh, the priciest tickets, uh, so tickets and Super Bowl number one, the very first Super Bowl ever played, uh, cost $12. Adjusted for inflation, that is equivalent about $89 today. And that is a bargain price. The event still didn't sell out on Super Bowl one. And if you're thinking about buying tickets for this year's event, uh, you be prepared to shell out $2,300. So I guess the uh, average price of ticket was around $2,300 at this year's Super Bowl when originally it was $12 inflated to $89. Getting to be ridiculous. Although I did hear that the Atlanta Stadium is really into cheaper concessions and they kept their concession prices low where you could get $2 hot dogs and $5 draft beers. That's incredible. Well done, Atlanta. I think it's how it should always be. And I did hear that Atlanta still finished in the top five of football stadiums for concession sales, even at those lower prices. Go figure. You have lower prices, more people are going to buy it, and they still ended up in the top five of all the other stadiums where, what, a draft beer is at least $12. I think, yeah, at least 12 bucks for a draft beer. Maybe even more, 15 to 18 sometimes. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, it says, when Jacksonville, Florida hosted the Super Bowl in 2005, the city didn't have enough hotel rooms to meet the NFL requirements that they desired. So in their bid to serve as the game's host, they had to recruit five docked cruise ships as floating hotels for the Super Bowl event. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, it says, in odd number Super Bowls, the NFC team is designated home, while the AFC team enjoys that honor during even number Super Bowls. That's interesting. It said, in 1983, 105 million people tuned in to the final episode of MASH, making it the most watched TV broadcast in history. And I have to say, for 1983, that's incredible. And it took more than a quarter century, but in February of 2010, during that Super Bowl, it broke that record with 106 million viewers to watch New Orleans Saints beat the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, 
uh, after that, the Super Bowls have broken that uh, record year by year. So uh, it finally broke the MASH record for the most viewed in 2010, and it's been higher viewed since then. Uh, Las Vegas, there'll be more than 115 million wagered on the Super Bowl. That's legal, so I don't keep count of like the under-the-table bets, but $115 million is bet on the Super Bowl every year. Uh, the Vincent Lombardi trophies are handed out every year and are made by Tiffany & Company out of sterling silver. Um, that's an obvious one to me, but I used to work for Tiffany & Company, actually, and uh, I actually left Tiffany right as my Seattle Seahawks won the Super Bowl. And that would have been great to actually have the trophy because the trophy came in to the branch that I worked at when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl to get polished before their uh, uh, parade in Seattle. And I was kind of disappointed that I left the company right before that because it would have been super <laughs> to see the trophy in person, perhaps touch it, perhaps hold it. That would have been amazing. But yes, Tiffany Company makes not only the Vince Lombardi trophy, but every major sports trophy in sports is made by Tiffany, except the Stanley Cup, which is handed down year by year. Uh, you guys all remember there was a power, power outage in New Orleans Superdome uh, when the Niners played the Baltimore Ravens. It lasted for 34 minutes. Uh, that's a boring one. It says a few days before the Super Bowl in 1986, Barrels Bears quarterback Jing McMahon mooned a TV helicopter that was flying over one of Chicago's practice sessions. All right, Jim McMahon. Wouldn't expect anything less, I guess. It says Cleveland is the only current NFL city that has neither hosted a Super Bowl or seen its own team, the Browns, make an appearance in one. And I know it's like Cleveland, Houston, Jacksonville, and Detroit, I believe, are the only teams that have yet to play in a Super Bowl. Not just win or lose, but play. And that's especially uh, unfortunate for, I'd say, Cleveland and Detroit, because those are pretty old teams, even though Cleveland's uh, an expansion of the original Browns, while the the Ravens were the original Brown, are the, were the original Browns, and Cleveland came on as an expansion after uh, they left uh, Ohio to go to Baltimore. Uh, it says during Super Bowl uh, one in 1976, NBC was still in commercial when the second half kicked off, and officials asked the Packers to kick off again. <laughs> oh, we missed it to come out of commercial, kick off again. It says in 1989, the Super Bowl halftime show was broadcast in 3D for the first time. Uh, in it, a magician dressed like Elvis Presley and had the entire stadium participate in a round of classic Is This Your Card trick. Oh, that would have been brutal. Uh, let's see. It also states no sitting president has ever attended the Super Bowl. However, four vice presidents have, including George Bush. Uh, George H.W. Bush, when he was vice president, Al Gore, and Mike Pence have made game appearances, but no actual sitting president. It says during one of San Francisco's Super Bowls, uh, on the game-winning drive in 1989, so we're talking about the game-winning drive, and Joel Montana saw a celebrity in the stands, and he said in mid-huddle, he nonchalantly asked his teammates, hey, is that John Candy over there? <laughs> so... Biggest moment of Joe Montana's life, and he's joking around talking about, is that John Candy in, in the stands? It says, just before the second half kickoff in 2004, uh, 2004 Super Bowl, a man disguised as a referee stripped down to a G-string and streaked across the field. Patriots linebacker Matt Chatham 
was able to knock him to the ground, enabling security to apprehend him. That's interesting. The very first Super Bowl touchdown was scored in 1967 by Packers wide receiver Max McGee. And he said he was hungover at the time. So who's hungover when they go to the Super Bowl? Partying a little bit too hard. Um, Super Bowl bonuses are a thing in the NFL. In 2017, every player on the Pats championship roster earned $107,000 for winning. The defeated Falcons received $53,000 as a consolation prize. Oh, that's nice consolation. It says, as Don Shula, who is the, uh, the Dolphins head coach, was being carried off the field after a Super Bowl win in 1973, a fan reached up to shake his hand and stole his watch. Uh, not cool, guys. During the 95-96 season, some, uh, let's see, 95-96 season, some proxy servers blocked the Super Bowl website because it was Super Bowl XXX, and they were afraid people were going to end up at naughty websites. Oh, this one is perhaps one of my favorite facts because I'm such a huge fan. It said in 1993, Michael Jackson's halftime performance had a higher rating than the game itself. That is great. Just I've always been a huge fan of Michael Jackson. I vaguely remember that Super Bowl as I was a little, I was pretty young at the time, but that's so cool to see that his halftime show brought in more ratings in the game. That is, that is just delightful. Uh, so that was just some fun facts about the food of the Super Bowl and Super Bowl facts itself. Just wanting to do a little bit of uh, information for you guys, fun facts of the day after the Super Bowl. Hope you guys are all recovering well. Hope you guys are having a little bit of hair of the dog here on this Monday. Get through Monday. Work, week's upon, uh, work week is upon us, but you know what? We'll get through it together. I'll shoot some photos of the snow around here. I'll post on my Instagram. You know, again, uh, people call it around here in Seattle snow, snowmageddon or snowpocalypse just because I want to say this morning, uh, just reported on the major highways, we had about 33 rollover incidents or spinouts, and that was just what was reported. Uh, people trying to drive in the snow uh, who do not know how to drive uh, at all. And also Seattle itself has got a lot of hills. It's very hilly. And so you obviously have dangerous dangers there. You'll see a lot of buses sliding down the hills. And it's just a big mess. So if you are in the Seattle area, please just stay home. It is the safest thing to do. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and a little bit of fun facts. Remember, without bourbon, what's the point? Keep getting those bourbon gains. I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers out there.